Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's uh, pre live uh, pre-market trade plan session, uh, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. So um, over the course of the last couple of days with this um, higher than expected inflation number, uh, we look at these markets in terms of who who's in control at any given time. And um, we had a very significant rally to the downside off the back of that inflation numbers. And we've been trying to position ourselves for further downside. Now, we can absolutely be wrong in our positioning and we're, we're, we're a little bit offside with, with what we're trying to achieve. But what's important is that you don't carry that weight into the next round of, of potential trades. Now, we might be looking for a couple of opportunities to kind of hedge our current positioning. Um, so it's it, these markets constantly evolve. Um, but what we want to point out is that if you develop a certain trade um, idea um, based on your analysis, and that turns out to be wrong, that that is actually okay. That's a part of the trading process. And um, it's important to, to not start chasing losses, to not start, you know, doubling down uh, on your risk. You know, there's a lot of uh, pitfalls that that traders can go through once they experience a few back-to-back -back losing trades. So it's important that we park that to one side, and all we simply look to do is to um, is to look for the next high probability trade, and that can be to the upside or to the downside in these markets. So I just wanted to just reference, I suppose, the price action that we've seen. We've we've tried a few trades this year now where we had good reason to anticipate. You know some further selling um which didn't deliver we've had this very sort of narrow uh, channel um exponential channel across the us indices to the upside and that resilience it certainly looks at this point in time to be significantly profound with this positive earning backdrop um and it seems to push aside any kind of negativity whatsoever now there will come a time when that when these markets will pivot and there'll be reasons for it to do so and i'm sure we'll probably be on that as well however uh it's important to be to have a certain amount of resilience yourself as a trader to know that right well we were looking for a certain outcome that outcome didn't arrive now we need to um reassert ourselves sort of think clearly and not be uh, sort of trying to chase losses and things of that nature. So just a little important element to trade in these financial markets. We'll talk about the psychology of these markets in just a moment. Um, so we'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Good morning, everyone. Good to have you with us. So all profitable traders, they need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. So we've had a pretty dollar-centric view uh, of these markets. Where do we then enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk? Trade management. This is the other thing about some of the trades we've been in recently is that we've had very little opportunity to to kind of manage the trade properly um so you just get kind of market conditions like this sometimes and trade psychology there's a very i suppose unique psychology to these markets at the moment and it's it's kind of euphoric in nature it's it's um it's just focusing on upside opportunities it seems um irrespective of what negative news could drive prices to the downside there's a disconnect between the equity markets and the bond markets for example 
Um, there's a, a disconnect in places between the dollar and the equity markets. So it's not all sort of smooth sailing. Okay. So we address these considerations every every day in our live trade room, as you know, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, and of course, we're willing to be uh, as patient as we need to be as well. Okay, potential market moving news. So um, on Tuesday, we had CPI uh, coming in, again, above expectations. We were expecting further downside over a short-term basis. It was never... A, a sort of a, a more medium term swing. It was always looking for um, a little bit of short term downside. And we also had UK CPI coming in slightly below expectations. We heard from the governor Bailey yesterday, not much movement out of the pound uh, over the course of the last few days. And um, we've just had GDP, UK GDP. And Although the GDP number come in a little bit above expectations, it's still a negative figure. So let me show you what that what that means. That means we've now had um, sorry, I thought it was two back to back um, negative numbers, but you can see we've had two out of the last three months we've been in negative territory, not in much negative territory, and. and you know, look at how we've been up and down continually uh, over the last two years, pretty much. So um, a slightly weaker picture for the, the Bank of England. Uh, it may induce a bit of a, a reaction to start cutting rates. And we've always maintained that what's important for these central bankers is that they're cutting rates for the right reasons. If they're cutting rates because inflation is, is back to 2%, that's a, that's a very positive reason to be cutting rates. If you're cutting rates because you're in a recession and you need to uh, increase money supply and um, you need to, to sort of be more accommodative, start looking for risk spots and trying to plug the gaps, that's a very tricky uh, situation in which you're looking to lower rates. Um, it looks like the US is waiting for inflation to come down at two percent it looks like the uk may need to act a little bit earlier perhaps um with uh with the conditions worsening uh for the uk economy so the only bit of news this afternoon then is uh retail sales numbers so if you look at the month on month um we're expecting a negative number a bit of a, a pivot and unemployment claims are likely to just remain really quite quite stable, I guess. We're, we're sort of between 210 and 220 now for quite some time. Um, we've got a couple of other less important news events for the afternoon. So we will be absolutely, we'll be trading and broadcasting live during this event at 1.30. So if you can join us for that, do so. Um, that could lend itself towards a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of a pivot. So Let's, let's see what these markets are, are up to. We've just got really profound resilience. We've got continuation, strong sort of bullish um, momentum that still exists. Now we're still in the S&P and the NASDAQ to the downside. Um, we, we rallied on Tuesday. We were making significant progress. Yesterday was a day of strong 
kind of momentum back to the upside. We were very interested to see how these markets would play out now uh, today. And you can see they've started really quite strong. They've done not really an awful lot overnight. We've not seen much progress, but now beginning to edge into the European session, end of the Asian, it's looking quite positive as things currently stand. Um, the dollar, we're still, we've still not made much progress really. We're in this little consolidated phase yesterday. We're kind of still in it as things currently stands. Um, it's just important to bring in bond yields. So this was another reason why we were quite um, comfortable with um, with looking at some selling opportunities. We saw a bit of a, a strong rally. Um, let me show you the two year as well. We saw a strong rally after, after Tuesday's um, inflation numbers. We're expecting further rally, um, which we didn't get. So prices are now beginning to roll over. So this is your 10 year. We're still in inverted bond yields that hasn't that that hasn't changed. And the question is, are these markets going to roll back over to allow these equity markets to, to continue to make progress to the upside? Are, are the risks still building, which is what these bond yields suggest that we're going through a phase where the risks are still building, they've just come off the highs a little bit. Um, however, where do these markets go next? And if it's to the upside, it will put equities under pressure. If it's to the downside and we soften further, it just gives further green lights to um, to the uh, uh, to the equity markets. Just a little commentary, really, on um, uh, broadly speaking, positive earnings. Cisco, uh, Sony, um, CME Group—they're all um, you know really in decent positive territory a couple of the misses are are really not by uh, a huge amount and um we're still looking at sort of 80 percent of um of us corporate earnings all you know exceeding uh, expectations so we've got a broadly positive backdrop that's kind of feeding into this little sort of bullish narrative as well um, it's kind of brushing aside the, the slightly more positive inflation numbers, which would be a big risk for these equity markets, because it means that the Fed wouldn't be able to cut rates. Um, however, strong, impressive, resilient markets is prevailing, and um, we can look to uh, see how we capitalize on these trades as they unfold. We spoke about these resistance levels in here for crude oil. You know around 78 79 dollars and we got that little strong roll over yesterday so really we can we're threading the eye of the needle but we'd probably expect some further downside for crude oil um there's a strong bullish move across the equity markets just having a quick look at the us indices we're getting a little bit of a bounce off the lows in the dax as well now sorry the dow jones should i say the dax is just it looks like it's getting much closer to that breakout trade to the upside. And then we just got this relentless Nikkei as well, very close to all time highs. So commodities, um, potential buy trade, although we're below, you see some aspects of these markets are quite messy, just purely from a technical perspective. So that doesn't really 
help us uh, a huge amount. So you might want to start buying. The problem with with buying is you're running into all these lows. You're, you're running into the monthly low as well, and it's um, it's a difficult difficult trade. So the question is, will we see a little bit of a dollar weakness uh, again today? See, we've got a bit of a mixed bag because because of what's going on with the pound. We're seeing a bit of pound weakness. So this is close to a structural failure trade to the downside for the pound dollar. Um, a bit of dollar weakness pretty much everywhere else. So this is the disconnect. We've seen the, the, the dollar rally against most markets again on Tuesday and then the indecisions kicking in yesterday in line with the pullback in the equity markets and the there's a distinct lack of clarity as things currently stand. All it is is just a, a, a very strong pullback. Um, now, we attempted to roll over to the downside and we've, we've made a, a double top now. So the question is, will we actually roll over to the downside and start moving into profit for the Aussie dollar? Or is this resilience going to see further upside for the Aussie dollar? Um, it's worth sticking with. But uh, the dollar in a kind of a horrible sideways pattern there. And then looking at the yen, is this a double top for the yen? Um, in the euro yen, we also got the, the dollar yen. We're pretty close to making new highs. You see, the problem is with, with trading the, the, the yen, um, We've got a very accommodated BOJ. So the only problem with the yen uh, sell trade is the fact that the BOJ might step in with a bit of intervention to kind of strengthen the yen just a little bit. And um, we've now got the dollar yen up at 150, uh, over 150, 151. Just pulling back just slightly. So that's a, a concerning the, the BOJ. I've referenced it a few times. You know, that, that 150 level became an important uh, resistance level. And when you're above it, you just get a little bit nervous that the BOJ could intervene just to try and strengthen the yen slightly or they could make some suggestion to these markets that um, um, okay, so uh, so look, we, we kind of want to Take our time with these markets, just see how, how the beginning of the European session begins to play out. Um, however, that can absolutely reinforce our position in terms of a trade plan. So we've gone yesterday morning from the potential for a risk-off market condition for good reason. Um, now, I think with corporate earnings and the fact that these markets are kind of brushed off, those higher higher than expected inflation numbers it seems like and it's the market's prerogative to do that isn't it they can you know people can put capital to work for whatever reason they feel um so risk on market conditions um actually yesterday we were looking for risk off due to higher than expected uh, inflation numbers which didn't deliver at all now we've got risk on market conditions we've got the potential for um
And it's important just to note from a psychological perspective that we're not just flip-flopping. What we're doing so for very important reasons. Um, the trade idea that we were looking for yesterday didn't, didn't perform. Um, we added one trade yesterday. It wasn't like we were getting into four, five, six trades. We didn't have massive conviction, but we did have a small bit of conviction, which turned out to be uh, incorrect. So uh, dollar weakness. So we can see if we can get opportunities in either buying the US indices or um, selling the US dollar. And what, what that will do is act as a bit of a hedge against our current open positions. So we'll try and offset some of that liability potentially. All right. So that's our trade plan, guys. We're going to switch rooms now. So uh, if you want to join us, you're very welcome to do so. And um, yeah, we'll be back again tomorrow for those of you that, um, that are not able to join us in our live trade rooms. We, we were again, we were looking for the shift in narrative, which hasn't performed. It hasn't prevailed. Um, yesterday morning, we were looking for the risk off trade due to stickier or higher inflation than expected. And the markets have just completely brushed it aside. And now we seem to be in this kind of risk on sort of positive economic data type narrative and it's indices higher and dollar lower with softening bond yields. So now at least this is kind of fitting together to a certain degree. All right, then, guys, we'll wrap it up there then. Any questions, feel free to post them into the chat box. Thanks as always for joining us. If you are interested in learning how to trade these volatile market conditions, which are, you know, sometimes they're a bit erratic, they're a bit up and down. Um, you're very welcome to do so. We, we offer discounted live trading and education bundles on the website starting for $59 per calendar month. Um, you can hopefully find that an affordable option. Now, the live trade room, uh, you can go to our website, thelivetraderoom.com uh, and connect with us through the chat function if you have any questions. All right, guys, on that note, thanks so much for joining us. We'll switch rooms now and we'll see you on in the European live mentorship room in just a few seconds. Thanks so much, guys. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.